Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> Hello and welcome, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good middle of the night, wherever you are in the world. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and if you so desire, for the next roughly hour or so, your Living Well Empowerment Agent. And yes, I am privileged and blessed to have a co-Living Well Empowerment Agent for the next hour, and we will get we will be introducing her in just a moment. And if you haven't already done so, please join us in the chat room. We love to have folks come in and participate and contribute in the chat room. If you're on any of the screens on a2zen.fm, just look at the red bar near the top of your screen. Click on the word chat room. Give yourself a name and come on in. There's no secret password. Just um, let us know who you are. And you can be yourself or anyone else you, you choose today. So <laughs> there's no rule there. And uh, if you'd like to call in during the show at any point, the numbers will be at the top of your screen. There is a U.S. number, a Canada number, a U.K.-wide number, and you can always Skype us if none of those will work for you, and it's a2zen.fm, a, the number two, zen.fm. And wow, golly, oh my goodness, we have the privilege today of speaking with a very dear and lovely person who I have just recently begun to get to play with. I have not got to give her a hug in person yet, so I'm looking forward to that, hopefully in the near future. Mm -hmm. Her name is Grace Hart. Hello, Grace. Hi. <laughs> oh, a hug sounds beautiful. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And if you have not met Grace or if you have not seen Grace on social media or if you've never heard of Grace, I am so excited to bring her to you today. Um, my show was just like tapping on my shoulder, Grace, like talk to Grace, invite Grace, ask Grace. So a few <laughs> weeks ago, I did that, and we've just been all wiggly and giggly on two different parts of the, of the world <laughs> since then. Totally. And I'm so enjoying getting to know you, Grace, so thank you for coming to play Aww. today. Thank you for jumping in with me and We've picked quite a doozy of a topic, I, in my we opinion. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about the unkindness of not being you. And, oh, my goodness. Mm. So let me just yeah. ask you some questions, peeps. Have you ever experienced being with someone who is not really being present with you or not choosing to show up with you? And have you ever been the one who is not being present or not choosing to show up? <laughs> I, 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 can, I can say I've done that a few times. Did you notice yeah. what that created? And what about what could not be created? Were you actually aware of that? So has it ever occurred to you that not being you is actually unkind to others, to the world, and mostly to you? So today, we're going to have a conversation about the unkindness of not being you in the world and not showing up in the world. And we're not talking about it from the vantage of making it a wrongness to not be you. We're actually wanting to invite you into choosing more of being you. And having an awareness of the generativeness of that to the world and to your life and living and reality. So Grace, ha 
has an amazing story, an amazing life adventure that she's been on. When she was a very young girl, um, Grace had some, you know, I I would call you a creator of so freaking magnitude, Grace. I read your story, (laughs) and I am like, holy moly. So you were actually born in Singapore, correct? Yeah, yeah. Cool. And when you were in your you, adolescent years, you were in, um, it was an auto collision, was it not? Correct, yes. And so you actually were clinically, you were clinically pronounced dead. You were rushed to the hospital. You were in critical condition. And there were 48 broken bones. Um, you, Grace also had near-death experiences. And when you woke up, your whole life and world were, were different. Yeah? Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, folks. So if you would like to read the full um, bit of information and the adventures, you can actually see this on Grace's website. I also have it on the replay page so you can scroll down a bit if you're listening to this in the future. Um, so when we talk about being you, this is like a very interesting way to um, – gosh, create something that would actually jolt you into a very interesting life experience and a way of creating that is so different than what we would imagine. Um, so when when this occurred for you, Grace, um, did you have any awareness at that point when you when you came to, when you were were sort of back with us, as they say, um, what was what what is one of the first things you remember? Do you recall something in particular when you woke up? Did it did you know right away something was different? Yeah. Um, wow. Well, great question. Um, f- well, for me, when I when I woke up, my parents were there, and it was quite a time after the actual operation. Um, and I remember my mum and dad walking in, and. As much as I had the broken bones, I had a lot of injury to my face as well and, you know, about t- over 200 sort of stitches around my face and inside my mouth and so I was quite swollen and um, I remember my parents walked in and my dad, I said hello to my dad but I didn't really open my eyes mm-hmm. and um, and my dad just went <gasps> like, oh, oh dear, you know. Um, yeah. And my mum said to him, don't worry, the doctors, you know, they've assured us that the swelling is going to go down on her face, is, it's going to be fine, you know. Wow. And, my, I, and I heard my dad say, I'm not worried about a face, I just want to know who just said hello to me. Wow. And that was the first time that I, I didn't know, as far as I was concerned, I, I was saying hello to my dad. And when he said that, I remember it not wanting to open my eyes because it scared me. I didn't know what that meant. And then when I did open my eyes, I started seeing things and, you know, people would say something and I would hear something totally different. I saw people not as how I saw them before. I saw them as like light, um, movement of light tunnels. That's the only way I can describe it. And, Mm um, yeah, so yes. I guess the answer is yes. Straight away, I knew something was. I thought it was wrong. I thought something was wrong, and I didn't tell anybody. I was trying to figure out in my own world. And as the sort of days turned to weeks, turned to months, um, you know, there were people saying to me that my change in music, um, taste in food, like everything was different. Um, Yet for my for myself, I thought everything was normal, but that's not what what I was 
you know what people were saying about me. So right. yeah, so right. I went I went right into the wrongness of who I was and oh, bless your heart. It, yeah, and so quickly hide it, you know, try and be normal, try and fit in and um survive, you know. And so that was and then it, then about a week after that, I think what happened for me is that I you know, turned the volume down on who I was to such an extent that I actually forgot a lot of that experience and I put it to drugs. I put it to the drugs that happened because mm-hmm. I was on a lot of painkillers, um, mm-hmm. especially after the accident. So I just put it to, it must be that, and I just wrote it off and it went into the too hard basket, you know. And yes, I kept my mm-hmm. awareness, but a lot of the other stuff just kind of went, it got hidden um, yeah. until l- later on. Yeah, wow. but I definitely, I definitely did remember the near-death experiences. But again, I just put that to, I, I, I talked it out, and I yeah. guess that's one of the things I would love, um, if, if you know, if people are open to receiving that, is please don't dull who you are. And yes, okay, mm-hmm. there might be people out there that might not understand it, or or even your loved ones saying, "Who are you?" That you know, don't be like that, and what's happened to you, and. Mm-hmm. But what if in that moment you actually got how unkind it was not to be who you be? And, mm-hmm. you know, I remember when we were chatting about concepts of the show and what, you know, what would be the, the greatest contribution. And mm-hmm. I, I mentioned to you how I was listening to um, Gary on, um, it was a sh- the Voice America um, mm-hmm. show that they have. Mm-hmm. And on this particular one, it was um, just Gary and, and this girl had rung up and, you know, she was incredibly potent, as we all are. We all have our gifts, <laughs> talents and abilities. And mm-hmm. and she and she was like, oh, I, you know, and, and I can't remember the exact word that Gary said, but it was along the lines of, you're mean. Like, you're wow. being mean by not being who you are. And in that moment, I really got it. Like, I got the potency that this woman was. And the contribution she would be just by being her, you know, just by walking mm-hmm. around and breathing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and, and and in that moment, I just burst into tears because I always, I kind of always pride myself on being a kind person. And in that moment, I got it. I got, wow, actually, I'm not being kind. I'm wow. being really unkind. Wow. And, and so, and as you say, it's not about going into wrongness. It was just that awareness of, you know, if I said to you guys listening, mm-hmm. get the en- get the energy of what your life would be like in five years, or what you could contribute to the world in five mm-hmm. years if you were being you, if you were actually being you, and then get the energy if you weren't, if you chose for the next five years to dial it down, to hide, to play small, to believe the lies mm-hmm. that you're you know pathetic or wrong or whatever it is, get the energy of that contribution. Mm-hmm. And, and then I started to expand it out. Like, um, you know, if if all of me was hugging my kids, how different wow. would that be if only point. half of me was, yeah, if only half yeah. of me was hugging my kids? <laughs> and I was like, my gosh, you know. And so, yeah, and so I really got then, the, and then I sort of went into, okay, imagine <laughs> receiving, imagine just only receiving half of me. Oh, yeah. Like it would, and I was like, wow. wow. And so, yeah, and so when I got it, and, you know, one of the things that I love that um, I've heard, you know, Gary and Dane say in classes is the greatest kindness that you can be is to receive everybody in totality, like barriers down, yeah. no right or wrong, absolute yeah. allowance. 
and hi, hi, you know, there's not hi, oh dear, I didn't know that was right. in there, you know, or, like or hi, I don't, I don't want you to say, yeah, yeah, exactly, or, or like, hi, I, I'm only going to show you this and this because I'm judging right. myself so badly, right, you know? right, and, yeah. yeah, and, and yeah. then I started to, to get the, the tool of access of, you know, if it's light, it's true for you, and it, if it's heavy, it's a lie, yeah. and I started to really pay attention to what I was thinking, what I was saying about myself and to myself, you know, what judgments I had about my body and and who I was as a person. And there was so much stuff that I was saying that was heavy. And mm. so it was so great to then go, okay, well, okay, that's a lie. I'm not going to say that it. anymore. I'm not going to, yeah. And I started to kind of come out of that that wrongness that I had put on myself way back when I was 17, so, wow. yeah. So there may be some people listening who are actually, like, having the question, what are you talking about being you or being me? So I'd like yeah. to play with that for just a moment, if we could. When you first heard the expression of being you or being more of you, how did that resonate for you? Did it did it land easily, or did you kind of go, ooh? I mean, now, you had a little bit of an interesting... A lot. I'm going to say a lot because I'm so acknowledging the amazingness you created. Um, you actually had quite a, a while of recovery. There were a number of surgeries. There were so at that point in your life, was there also that who am I? Um, as you were coming through your healing process with your body and your your all of you, was there were the points in there that you were in question or whether it was from frustration or or a, a, a peacefulness? Did you have those moments of who the hell am I and why am I doing this kind of thing? Yeah, well, before the car accident, um, I was kind of just a regular kid. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I was about to sign a modeling contract, um, a five-year modeling contract to take me really? all over the world. And, yeah, and it was literally like I was, I was meant to sign it that day and I had it. And, um, and of course, because of all the scars and everything. I mean, that was just not an option anymore. So, mm -hmm. so I guess from that sense as a 17 year old, it was like, oh, okay, that, obviously that's not going to happen. Wow. And it was, yeah. so there was like an identity of, well, who am I now that that's not happening? And, and also, you know, you're at that time when you're 17 and, um, uh, you know, there's that, there's the body, um, the concept mm -hmm. of the body. And, and so mm -hmm. now that body was incredibly scarred and, so then it was, and also not only scarred, you know, I was told I wouldn't be able to walk again, I wouldn't be able to have children, you know, there was a lot of impel points of views and that wow. I believed because I, I didn't know about access. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that mm -hmm. when, when, you know, pro professionals say stuff that maybe they're wrong, you know, maybe that's, right. that's true for them, you know. Uh -huh. um, yeah, and um, so, but when when I actually had it, the accident and had all those experiences, yeah, I I had no idea, but in all... In all, like, I guess fairness, um, I, I thought I, I always thought I knew who I was, but when I came to Access, I mm. really, I, 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 it was funny, when I came to Access, I would have probably said that everything in my life was, was perfect, and the only thing mm. that I required, like, shifting or changing with my finances, but as mm. I started to use the tools, I became aware of all the, the lies I was buying or, or, or the things that I had created or invented to stay safe and stay small and, 
and you know, and I started to get willing and, and brutally honest in certain areas of my life, and and that's when I really I didn't know who I was. I I didn't know wow. what happiness was, and you know, I remember um, after the classes I went to, you know, I'd go up and say thanks to Gary and Dane, and both of them were you know independently. Sometimes it was a class where it was just mm-hmm. Dane or just Gary. You know, mm-hmm. they would always say to me, you know, you can have more fun, and. You know, at the start, I was like, gosh, you've got no idea how much fun I'm having right now compared to, you know, how right. I was. But but they kept going, you know, they kept saying that there's more. And, and I guess, you know, for people listening, no matter where you're at, whether if, you know, if you're having a really bad time at the moment, you can have more fun. There is, there is something greater that you can choose. And if you're having an awesome time right now, the same thing applies. There's even greater you can choose. There's even more fun you can choose. Yeah. And, you know, I suppose the more I use the tools, it kind of shaves away all the stuff that I thought was me, that I had, you know, had people impelling with me or, mm-hmm. you know, stuff from as I was growing up, oh, you're going to be this or you're going to do that. You know, so all that sort of has started to um, shift and change using the tools. So being yeah. being me has got a very different, um, yeah. it's, di- it's different for me now. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. Okay, so uh, there's a couple things for folks who, if you're listening for the first time and you have not heard us talk about Gary and Dane or Access Consciousness, you can actually go to accessconsciousness.com and uh, you can talk, you can look up information on all kinds of things related to access. There are YouTube videos, there are lots of videos by different facilitators, and there's a whole lot of information on the site itself. You can read about Gary Douglas, the founder of Access, and you can also read about Dr. Dane here, who is the co-creator of Access Conference with Gary now and has been for about the last, I guess they're going on 17 years now. Wow. Um, and uh, so when we talk about the classes and such, that's you'll get, if you look information up on the Access website, you'll, you'll have a little bit more of an idea of what we're talking about. There's also tons of videos um, with Gary and Dane themselves talking about different tools and different techniques and things you can, things to to have a different way of looking uh, at or approaching in your life that could actually change a whole lot, as Grace is mentioning, um, was changing for her. So, wow. And so when I came on scene and met you, Grace, um, you have created some truly lovely, amazing creations and adventures in your life. And um, I'm... (laughs) One of the the first things I got to experience you through was a call series that you do, um, Choosing Greater. And that's also uh, the name of your website. And so where did Choosing Greater start to show up for you consciously? Did did that just like, for, for your, because really that seems to be the theme of how you live and what you are choosing and how you create. And it's kind of like your default. <laughs> We would say this is your mechanism. So talk a little bit about how that started to show up for you. Yeah, well, it actually came from, um, I was sitting in class one day and, and, you know, we were talking about how, you know, getting the energy of what it's like to be committed to your life and committed to your body. And I was really aware that that wasn't happening, that Mm -hmm. there was a, a yearning for something greater Yet when it actually came to knowing what that was or what to do, it it wasn't really showing up in my world. And, you know, yes, it was just choose it, but how do I choose it? And, you know, this is sort of what was going on. And and I made a demand. Um, basically in that class, I just said to the universe, 
you know, I, I, I guess I fell into the lie that um, there's one thing I'm meant to contribute and what is that mm-hmm. one thing and I'm here to do that mm-hmm. one thing, you know. And so, so I, find, I, I found it quite funny. I went, oh, isn't that funny that I bought that lie, you know. And <laughs> mm-hmm. so, yeah, and so then when I came home, it was like, okay, universe, I am sacking everyone and everything in my life. I am, I am not going to go out. I am not going to do anything unless it's super light and matches the energy of the life that I'm choosing. And, you know, one of the um, great exercises of access is the energy ball exercise and, and mm-hmm. what that is. So, so, like, guys, right now, just if I said to you, get the energy of the life that you are choosing. Like, get the energy of the life that you are desiring. Mm. And, you know, when I say that, I mean, I can feel it now, just, yeah. you know, people, as, yeah, and it's like, oh, and we don't need to think about it, we, it, it but yet we land on it. As soon as mm-hmm. I say, you know, get, get the energy, you've got it. And mm-hmm. so I knew that I knew the energy, but I also knew that I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know cognitively, mm-hmm. oh, it's to be a hairdresser or it's to do this or, you know. Right. And, and, yeah, and so I just made the demand every day. I just got, I woke up in the morning and I, I just got the energy of the life that I was choosing. And I just said to the universe, unless, you know, if someone asks me out, it's got to match the energy of the life that I'm choosing. Otherwise, it's no. If the phone rings and, you know, it doesn't match the energy of the life that I'm choosing, no, I'm not going to answer it. And I just was really kind of, you know, you could say stubborn, but I'd like to say committed to my life. <laughs> I love that. It was like a real to the universe, that's it, I'm done. I'm not going anywhere unless it matches the energy of the life mm-hmm. I'm choosing. And wow. what happened? Yeah, and things, initially there was just this, I felt an energetic change, but nothing cognitively was showing up. Or, But then as the days passed, people started coming into my life. Ideas started coming in. And and I was chatting to a girlfriend um, for a website concept. And she said to me, Grace, the one thing I've known about you forever is that you're, you actually always choose greater. And <laughs> when she said when she said that, I went, oh, my God, I love that, choosing greater. And then, you know, one of the things we say in access is, like, conclusion, you know, stops the creation energy and question, you know, opens up the creation. And so I went, oh, my God, choosing greater. Oh, that website's definitely going to be taken. (laughs) And and as soon as I said that, because I've been, you know, working the muscle, I said straight away, oh, oh, where's the question in that, Greg? And so I quickly went online and it was available. And I was like, really? ChoosingGreater.com oh, is awesome. available? And, oh, my um, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and so that's how it kind of all started. And, you know, the one thing, um, you know, Dane said in his classes all along, just start, guys. You know, yeah. you don't have to be perfect or the right size yeah. or, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I, I thought, you know what? I don't have any idea of what Choosing Greater is right now. I've got the energy of it, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. And so I just started. I just started a website, and then I went, hmm. And Michelle Edhouse, um, a beautiful facilitator with Access mm-hmm. Consciousness, she, we just happened to chat, and she said, oh, you know, I've got this thing that with Instant Tele Seminar, and I went, what's that? And she said, I'll teach you. And I went, oh, that sounds fun. That matches the energy. And so then I went, oh, now I can do this. Oh, I wonder, I can do a call. That sounds fun. And so then I did a call and I didn't know what to call it. Um, so, and it just sort of grew and grew. And, 
Um, and then I put on Facebook, I don't know what to call this. And a lady said, what about outrageously orgasmic living? And I went, oh, I like that. Um, and so then that led to choosing great. And like it just, so I guess wow. what I'm saying, guys, is what if it's not about cognitively knowing? What if it's about following the energy? And you know, what, does it feel light for you to do that? Imagine if you just decided, or not decided, chose in this 10 seconds. To get the energy of the life that you're choosing, and in the next ten seconds, in the next ten seconds, um, and the other thing that I noticed too was, you know, I've got some very special beings who are friends in my world, and you know, even when they would ask me out, for example, I've got a girlfriend, Gail. Every time I see her, we just have so much fun. It expands our world. It's amazing. However, I'm still in the question. You know, she rings up and says, "Hey, would you like to catch up? Does it match the energy?" of the life that I'm choosing. What a great and, point. Yeah, and sometimes it's wow. a no. And and yeah. not all the time, it doesn't, usually you work, it, usually the universe shows you why that happened, like why you shouldn't have mm-hmm. gone out that day, you know, something else will mm-hmm. ping, but sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it is just follow the energy, guys. Oh my gosh. So I, we have so much juicy stuff in, in everything you're saying. I am so excited. Um, I'm, I'm kind of, let's go to a break. And when we come back, um, I want to dive some more into this. And, and I just want to invite everybody, if you could, if you desire to tap into the energy of grace and everything she is being and choosing and contributing, offering, really, us in this 10 seconds. Um, There is just such a lovely willingness and curiosity there that I so enjoy and appreciate. It's one of the beautiful things that I love about Grace. And, And I wonder if you could just be with that over the break and allow that to stir some energies for you. If there's any places that you've been unwilling to go into question about you, about your life, about what you're creating, and really about what you desire. You've heard her say a number of times, is it matching the energy you desire to be creating in your life or creating your life as? So you are listening to Living Well on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark. We are visiting with the delightful Grace Hart today about the unkindness of not being you, and we will talk more about that after this break. Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world? and to like yourself a lot more. Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? 
What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent, now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions. In the U.S., 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the U.K., at 033-0001-0625. By Skype, at a2zen.fm, or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> Welcome to the next segment of Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and we are visiting today with Grace Hart, who has is creating and has created, and, and i just tapping into the energy <laughs> she is creating is so amazing. And Every week I I visit with the show um, more than once a week, but um, I get a question each week for when I'm putting the graphic together. And so this week an interesting question showed up. Of course, they all are interesting to me. Um, some are just like, whoa, where did that one come from? And so what was interesting showed up this week. Here's the question that showed up for the for the week for the show for the this thing. Um, how many lies of not? and I have that in quotes, are you using to create yourself as always less than you could be choosing? And Lily's chiming in. Wow. Perfect. <laughs> perfect and that really, when, I, when that question came out, it, it sent me spinning, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And what I was kind of just sitting with was, um, as we've been playing with leading up to today, to the conversation, um, it's really interesting how much of our lives we really do try to create ourselves as not something, like not mm. too loud. Don't be too loud. Don't be too boisterous. Don't be too pretty. Don't be too smart. Don't you know? So we keep ourselves in this sort of, or we try to keep ourselves in this sort of not category. Well, don't worry, I'm not that, and I won't be a threat to you if I'm not all of that. And I just get the energy of how much insanity that creates in our lives and in our world and in our bodies. And you bring this beautiful invitation <laughs> to what if you didn't have to do that anymore? Um, yeah. So where do you, when you are having question, I love how you were just talking about if it doesn't match the energy, even down to the phone call moments, you know, even with yeah, people yeah. you know, I really appreciate that point. Um, so what, how do you play with the questions when you're having moments or when you find places that, oh, wait a minute, I'm, I'm not being me here. I'm not letting all of me out of the box yet. Um, what are some yeah. of your favorite tools that you pull out? Well, I mean, for me, if it's, if I'm not my joyous, giggly, light, <laughs> expansive self, I'm lying to myself. It's really as simple as that. It's like if I'm not in joy, there's a lie there. I love and that. 
And rather than making it wrong, it's like, it's really like, you know, a dog going, you know, going for a walk, like, la, 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 la. And then it's like, you know, they're happy and everything. And then you'll just live in that 10 seconds. You know, that's another one of the tools of access, living in 10 second increments. And Mm -hmm. so for me, me, it's like I'm committed to as soon as I wake up, like literally as soon as I wake up, the first thing I do before anything else is I get energy of the life that I'm choosing. And... So it was a it was a muscle that I worked at, and to, and so now it's like almost I know what that energy is. I know what the energy, you know, like so. If I said to you right now, get the energy of the life that you're desiring and choosing, get the energy mm-hmm. of the infinite being that you truly be, and that's who you be. So anything other than that, anything heavy or contracted, isn't isn't who you be. And so I'm literally as I walk aware of the energy shifts and when there's something that doesn't feel light I'll just pod pocket and you know it does get to the stage where you end up being that question but um mm-hmm. but it was funny it's what you just um spoke with the clearing honey like wow that question <laughs> um because what came up for me when you read that is there's a there's a kindness that I be that I made really wrong and it was judged so mm. harshly that people misunderstood it and so for me when you read that it was just it was just yeah I I was too kind and in this world when I was the kindness that I was people thought I was after something or um they just they didn't know what to do with it or they'd get really uncomfortable so I actually turned down my caring you know the kindness and caring and so when thank you so much for that because it's like what that's that unkindness yeah, imagine not being that. And um, and the mm. other thing that was amazing, what you were talking about, was you know following the energy right down to the phone call, etc. Um, I've got a cute story. Can I tell you? Because oh, it really yeah. sort of Absolutely. shows. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, my daughter, um, she's a Spurges, and we were so excited to go on our first trip overseas to an Access Seven Days class. Mm-hmm. And she said, she said to me, Mom, you know, she gets a little bit with lots of lights and sounds. She can get a little bit overwhelmed with that. And mm-hmm. so I said to her, let's just be in the question. So what would it be like for this whole trip, like from the minute you leave the house to the minute we come back, for it to just be with ease, joy, and glory? And she and we just did a one, two, three, which um, just creates change. And we just let it go. Anyway, the next day, um, I knew that I needed to go shopping. And so I was walking, I, I kind of, Concluded, if you like, or mm-hmm. oh, I'll leave at nine. I'll leave at nine o'clock, and then I can drop my, you know, son to school, and that makes sense. And mm-hmm. so I started to I started to walk to the garage, and the energy just dropped. And so I said to my son, "Actually, sweetheart, I'm not going to take you to school. It's not feeling right." And this is where wow. it's like when you start to follow the energy, you may annoy people, you may whatever. I mean, he's obviously lived with me for a while, so I've always been that way. You know, right. I didn't know about the ten. I didn't know about the ten second increments, but I was kind of that anyway. You know, uh-huh. so he uh-huh. got it. He didn't make. He didn't make it a wrongness. He got it like that's the way it is. You know, and that there's obviously a reason for that. So he, you know, caught the school bus anyway. Um, so I've just in that question. I went to the question of it. Okay, well, what would contribute the most now? And it was to do something else, so I did that. And then I felt the energy shift again, like, oh, shopping shopping would be a good idea now. So I start again to walk to the car, and it matched the energy of the life that I'm choosing, like I'm not feeling anything different or anything heavy. Mm-hmm. And I ended up um, being at a, 
um, bus stop waiting for somebody to just give, give them something. And whilst I was waiting, there was this guy that was standing there at the bus stop. And when I saw him, there was just an awareness of, hey, there's something here you can contribute or be. And, you know, one of the things that, again, I love with access, it's like just because you can contribute something doesn't mean necessarily that you should. You know, mm-hmm. you could have an awareness of somebody. But so the first thing was, you know, truth, um, is this something I can contribute here? And it was like, hell yes. So I just smiled wow. at him. And ne- next thing you know, we started talking. And then I was just in the question of what can I say or be that he can receive that could change his life, you know, in ways that I can't even imagine. And next thing you know, he starts talking about something that's worrying him. I facilitate him. He's just in tears of gratitude and he says, please, can I pay you? And it didn't feel light to say yes, but it also didn't feel light to say no, like I don't require anything. Wow. So, mm-hmm. I, so I, said to, I said to him, look, it's actually, it's not feeling light for you to pay me, but how else could you contribute to me? And he and so again, that, that's the question, you know, with an openness. Mm-hmm. And so he said, well, there's not much I can do, but I am a limousine driver. Do you need a lift to it? You know, do you need a lift somewhere? <laughs> and so I said, oh, wow. I said, would you consider, like, would you be able to take us to the airport or, you know, bring us back from the airport? And he said, no, one way. No, forget that. Oh, oh, it would be my, you know, it would be an honor for me to take you to the airport and, and bring you back. So we got a beautiful chauffeur driven limousine coming to our door. And so, you know, that was one of the things that was, um, that in Bella's universe, that was one of her questions. She didn't want to be on a bus to the airport. She didn't want to be in someone's, you know, yeah. friend's car or, and so her beautiful magic, um, and the question that we were being invited wow. this into our life. And so sometimes, you know, just following the energy, you know, like, you know, with what happened in Paris and, um, and the 9-11, it's like, you know, how many mm-hmm. stories came out of that of the almost? But, you know, mm-hmm. I just went and got a Band-Aid or, I just, you know, the, the baby, mm-hmm. um, the nappy mm-hmm. needed changing or I needed to pop into the chemist or whatever it was. You know, there were all these stories. But what if we actually, instead of it being about, you know, not being <laughs> present in a disaster, what if we can mm-hmm. actually be present with the energy where we can actually create more for us, create the magic, bump into the right people and connect with the right mm. energies mm-hmm. to actually, um, you know, co-create with the universe that life that we know is possible. And, you know, one of the things for me, it's like when you, for me, it's like I got the awareness of when I change my world, I change the world. Like I got that awareness. Yes. That is so um, key. Yeah. And something I really get is, like, the more we play with the whole being us. And so what if, for everybody who might be having a tilted puppy dog head, what if there is no (laughs) wrong way? (laughs) What if there's no wrong way to be you? Yeah. What if it's really this huge, open, beautiful buffet for us to really play (laughs) with, like, who am I? Who do I desire to be? And who do I know that I am? And at some in some way, I I kind of get the sense that each of us has this knowing, whether we're choosing yeah. to acknowledge it or not, that we get that sense of the potency and the brilliance that we be. And we can so quickly go into all the reasons not to be that. Um, 
But what what if it was not something that had to be difficult or challenging or complicated yeah. or intricate or dangerous? What if it didn't <laughs> have to be dangerous? I love what you were just offering us with that. Um, we actually are at another break point, so I would like to go ahead and dive into that because there's some juicy pieces that are kind of bubbling to the surface. So <laughs> when we come back, I would love to play with more of some of the points that people, some of the things that, let's, let's dispel some myths, I think is kind of where I'd like to go. Um, yeah. So you are listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am Keisha Clark, and I'm here with my beautiful friend, Grace Hart, and we are having a fantastic conversation about the unkindness of not being you. So what if we could remove the knots from our lives and our bodies? And I'm going to leave you with that as we go to break. We will be right back. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 in Canada at 613-800 8736 in the UK at 033-0001-0625 by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com Now back to our show. <laughs> Welcome back to Living Well, or forward, we could say, to the next segment of Living Well on A2Zen.fm. I am Keisha Clark, and I'm here today with Grace Hart, and we're talking about the unkindness of not being you. And something that's kind of waving at me, Grace, um, is around this energy. We talk about the energy of a lie when there's a lie present. For many of us, it creates 
something that we equate with anger or frustration. Um, and as I was playing with this whole unkindness of not being you, and also our question that came up this week um, that the show brought into my universe of how many lies of not are you using to create yourself yeah. as always less than you could be choosing. And I was tapping into the angst and the aggressiveness and the or the aggression and the discontent that I think I kind of get a lot of us are perceiving in the world these days um, in, in some points greater than others. And what it was playing with was when we're actually not being all of what we be, when we're not allowing ourselves to be who we truly are and choosing to be present with that, um, I wonder if part of where this anger is being sort of triggered for many of us is we are sensing the lie of not. Like, the, 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 yeah. that we could even, yeah. could, it, could it ever be true that we were not brilliant or not potent or not amazing or not creative or not potent? And so, so as you play with the people you're working with and creating your life and your, uh, the work that you do, um, do you notice that? Do you, I, I wonder if there's something here that we can, is there, um, a question that comes up for you to, to, offer folks or what energy are you tapping into there yeah yeah um for, for me um one of the things that happened when i'll go back to the accident story when i actually came to my body was in so much pain um and my being i guess it was in so much pain however it wasn't about the accident and i couldn't understand what the pain was wow. mm -hmm. and when i I didn't, I didn't know about being the question back then um, mm -hmm. or what, what it was called, but I remember crying out, like, what, what is this? What is this? Like, it was so horrible. And what I got was it was everyone's judgments. It was everyone fighting mm -hmm. up, you know, pushing up against the lies that were impelled to them and all that they were telling themselves. And it was mm -hmm. painful to me. And so... In that moment, I did close down, but you know, thanks to the tools of access, I actually started to realize that I, being me is something that's actually already happening. It's not something oh. that I need to, to work at or turn on I or <laughs> expand. Yeah, it's yeah. actually already happening, and I saw it as a light bulb. You know, So my infinite being, is um, I use that analogy, it's like a light bulb that's always on. It's just yeah. that over, over times or lifetimes, Imagine like dust covering the glass, mm -hmm. and so as you're as you're looking out, or when people are looking at you, you know what if they're seeing all those lies, and there's a confusion there of what's true and what's not, and that's what I love about yeah. access because basically it's your light, you are that light, you know, light meaning lightness of mm -hmm. energy, and mm -hmm. anything other than that is a lie, and I, and I get that. The more people, you know, if, if someone's lying to you, if I said to you guys listening right now, you know, you're a waste of space, there's an energy there that you would want to fight up against because it's a lie, mm -hmm. you know? And mm -hmm. so it does bring up that, no, I'm not a waste of space. And, you know, if you, if you said that to a kid that had no point of view, they would, you know, they didn't have any wrongness going on in their world. They would, they would know it's not true. 
that's mm-hmm. not true, you know. Mm-hmm. And totally. <laughs> so, yeah, and so for me, with what you were talking about is anything that feels heavy like that or you're bumping up it and resisting to, it's not true. It's not true. And, the, and the, I guess the greatest offering I can have right now for you is please ask the question, is it light? And if it's not light, what if it's not true? What if it's a lie? And in yeah. that moment, what if you actually had your back and said, and mm. it didn't, you didn't have to necessarily say it to somebody else, but actually just acknowledged it to you, what that person mm-hmm. just said or what I just thought is not true, and then do the clearing statement. Everything that that is, right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. And as you do yeah. that, it starts to shave away and shift and totally clear all the stuff that isn't true that you've been buying that is true that's stopping you from being the being that you already are being if that makes sense Mm. i love that (laughs) i love that and so we have about we've got just over five minutes to play um before we have to finish our conversation for today and i if you anytime you want to come back and play i'm so happy to invite you back um (laughs) i would love to share with folks one of the things that um you are have as part of your magic is music that you offer and there is a beautiful album uh, on your I call it an album I might be dating myself on your website of <laughs> uh, some beautiful music that you have created and co-created and I don't know if I'm going to say it correctly Purusha or Purusha yeah, perfect well done yeah, yeah. Um, thank you and so will you tell folks a little bit about that and also is, let folks know the best place they could reach out and start to play with you as well um, yeah, well, um, Parisha um, happened, I guess, with following the energy. It was um, just by being in school with my kids mm-hmm. and singing singing songs um, that made you feel good and et cetera. And um, next thing I know, I, I just got like a vision of playing the keyboard, which made me laugh because I'm not a musician. You know, where's the <laughs> question in that? But I, that, so that was my <laughs> world. And so I just went, well, what if I am a musician? And I'm just limiting myself by you're not a musician. So I went and got a keyboard and I just sat there and played and next thing you know some songs came through and um and Crucial was created. So it wasn't wow. created from a place a place of, oh let's start a you know, a band or let's do this or it was really just, Oh, this is so much fun and oh mm-hmm. let's get a keyboard. Oh let's do this and it just sort of became and I, I mean, I love it. I, I love doing I love it. it. And, be, and yeah, yeah, so beautiful. And and so I'm just going to put a plug for Grace. If this is something that might be fun for you to have as one of your holiday uh, purchases uh, or investments, if it matches the energy of something you desire, you can actually uh, go to Grace's website. Um, did we get that yet? I don't think we did. Do you want to let folks know your website? Uh, ChoosingGreater.com. <laughs> we did actually use it. It's, it's available. available. So it is And we also actually have that link uh, on our replay pages for those who are listening in the future. Um, so you can just scroll down and click on choosinggreater.com. It'll take you there. And um, would they be able to hear a sample of it if they wanted to hear the music or um, anything like that? Yeah, at the moment, um, cdbaby.com. If you just put in Sounds of the Universe. Oh. Um, City Baby, you can hear it. Um, But at the moment on the website, no, there's not a facility to physically hear it yet. Yeah. It is 
it is beautiful. It is some of so it's so there's a tranquility and a generativeness at the same time for me that is just lovely. So um, holiday gift ideas, folks. <laughs> so um, so we have roughly two and a half minutes. Is there anything that just jumps up and waves at you that you would like to offer folks before we say our farewell for today, Grace? And thank you yeah. so much for coming to play with us. I I just <laughs> adore you. Um, no, same. Thank you. I I just love your giggles and the energy. You know, yeah. It's and also, honey, I just really wish to acknowledge that when I connected with you, what I spoke about before, the greatest kindness you can be is to receive someone in totality. And as mm. soon as I said hi to you, there were no barriers in your universe, and you <laughs> just you just allowed me to be everything that I was and am and. It is such a kindness to be received that way. So thank you for you. Thank you oh, for not having you. those barriers and being You're that so space. <laughs> and I guess in a sense that that's what we we're talking about today, like you being that kind totally. that you be. Yeah, mm. without any of that, buying into any of that stuff, it's like you received all of me and the magic that can happen from that. Um, and I suppose, you know, to those that are listening now in the future, um, you guys are special. You know, and it doesn't matter where you're at right now. I guess what I'd love to say to you is, you know, you are that um, magnet that you talked about, you know, <laughs> um, that empowerment catalyst and you are that gift. And mm-hmm. what if you actually stop the thinking and just follow the energy of the life that you're choosing and follow the energy of the joy that you be yeah. And watch and wa- watch and wait for them. Like you'll notice, it'll just show up. Things will just start showing up like magic. Because mm-hmm. when you actually, I mean, my interesting point of view is that being you is the greatest gift that you can be for you, for your family. Hey, beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like you you being that is the greatest mm-hmm. gift. And and also, the more you allow yourself to be that, the more it'll show up in your world and the, and the greater contribution you'll be. Um, so you're not, you know, you're not weak, you're not pale, you're not uninteresting, you're not pathetic, you are a magician, you are an alchemist, you can create anything, anything and everything is possible already. Beautiful. There's, no, there's nothing else you need to do. Perfect. I'm going to take us out on that because I could not have said it better myself. Thank you, Grace. Thank you, everyone. Be more of you and let the kindness you be be the gift to the world that it is waiting. Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime... What would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease?